Blog Talk Radio. Did you know that elders and others are losing their rights to liberty and property? Anyone can petition a court to have a person deemed incapacitated. What if that person is you? The adult guardianship system was created to protect incompetent people and their assets. A court-appointed guardian, sometimes a total stranger, can force you into a nursing home and sell your home to pay for services. Treasured belongings can disappear as you are drugged and isolated from loved ones. Why does this happen? Unfortunately, the courts don't have the funding to supervise and audit cases. A guardian makes all the decisions on your behalf, taking control of your assets with little accountability. The potential for abuse is frightening. Luckily, not all guardians exploit those under their care, but when they do, there's really nowhere to go for help. The National Association to Stop Guardian Abuse, NASCA, is working to reform adult guardianship to return it to its once noble purpose of protecting the human rights to life, liberty, and property and ending financial exploitation of assets. Are you or your loved ones protected? To learn more, visit StopGuardianAbuse.org. Hey, good evening, everyone. This is Marty Oakley of the PHPJ Gazette Online. This is the TS Radio Network, and we've got a great show for you tonight. Uh, Suzanne Whelan is going to be joining us here shortly. Kaz is co-hosting with me. Say hello, Kaz. Hello. (laughs) Yeah. um, The only problem I got with that ad for NASCA is when guardians don't always abuse their clients, but when they do. I, all these years, I've asked for one, the name of one guardian, a professional guardian, who did not abuse and exploit their clients, and I have yet to get that name. Um, so I think it's pretty much across the board. The way I see it, anybody that is working in this field um, as a livelihood, is it's for nefarious reasons, and uh, because, like I say, I have not found one, not one, in all these years. As one come forward, um, Rose, you had a, an announcement you wanted to make about your bakery. Why don't you do that now, Cos? Oh, you were letting me announce. So on um, Wednesday would have been my mom's 90th birthday, and I named Rosie's after her. She had left me some money after she passed away, and so I used it to open Rosie's. And some days I was like, "What have I done to myself? Oh my gosh!" Especially during Corona, and we got an email that we won Best Coffee Shop in Madison. So we're in Madison, Wisconsin, and I didn't even, I don't, I didn't even vote for myself, and I didn't even do, like, a campaign to be like, hey, everyone, vote for us. I just didn't have time to do that. I don't even think I told you, Marty, to vote for us. But I, I guess they got 107,000 votes with the, um, the local newspaper here. Well, actually, the Capital Times, so it goes all over the whole state of Wisconsin. And we won the People's Choice Award. So I was just, like, super wow. excited. And I thought that was just really, what is that word, serendipitous, that it happened on my mom's birthday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. Uh, <laughs> I think that's great, because and if Thank any you. of you have seen the pictures of, of the bakery goods that she puts out on us to God, you can gain weight just looking at them. Oh, it just make your mouth water. But I'm, <laughs> I'm glad for you. I'm glad this happened. Thank you. Um, we've got to, yeah, we've got to move on here and by major request from our vast audience, we have been asked for you to do the hog report. So if oh you my would. God. <laughs> This has been the most exciting part of our show, and we didn't do it. I don't think we did it last week, and everyone missed it. And I get so many fun um, messages and everything about the hog report. So today's hog report is about 
the unrepentant hog. So I do my research to find out about <laughs> hogs, and I always send you the articles so I can back up what I'm seeing. But it seems like in this day and age that even the preachers are preaching about the hogs, and, and these sermons are even called the glory hog. So we're going to talk about the unrepentant hog. And what, what that is, it's a glory hog <laughs> who they just they don't see the they don't think that they've done anything wrong they think that everything they do is okay and these glory hogs some of them are extremely destructive as we know marty and i mean yes vast destruction like on i mean these are people's families that we're dealing with and these glory hogs yes. just come in run their mouths because they want to be the star of the show and they with no cares in the world about who they are harming the other thing that these unrepentant hogs do is they go around and they say bad things about other people. And the people that they really like to say bad things are about, unfortunately, Marty, people like you. Because yes. they don't like they don't like people to like call them out and mm-hmm. for people to be on to them and to like you know, know what's going on. Like some hogs think that I'm just like your little puppet and I'm just dumb and I'm just like you, you, what is the word? You poisoned my well. And so they, they, they don't, they like to make excuses and not actually ever take ownership of the, the destruction that they've caused, the things that they've said, the things that they've done. It's always, you know, me, 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 me. And it's it's that's an unrepentant hog, and these hogs need to go to church, because there are now <laughs> sermons about this, and the fact that it has to be talked about, like you know, on a whole hour in church or something about an and and, it, yeah. and the articles that I read, the glory hog, the unrepentant hog. This is an actual theme that people are going to have to listen to on Sundays because it is just rampant. And people yes. just need to realize when you're all about yourself, you aren't, and you don't care about others. That's not nice. It's 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 very it's mean, and you're causing destruction to other people, and it's just wrong, <coughs> and it's hurtful. And I don't think yes. that pe- people need to learn that you know it's not just about you; it's about other people too. And it's just this narcissist is like. These glory hogs, they're just all about themselves, and they don't care yes, who yes. they bring harm upon, and they will never, ever, ever say they're sorry. And they think there's something, like, messed up in their head where they'll never even admit that they did something wrong. The unrepentant yes, hawk. Yes. And I think we know a few Oh, of my them. goodness. Yeah. Do an oink. How many? Was that a three oinks? <laughs> yeah, that was a three. There's a six. Okay. That's oh, the most you six. can get. <laughs> okay, we got six links on my report, and hopefully I can uh, keep I can keep up the trend and keep doing some six some six oinkers. Yeah, I'm already getting messages to tell you thank you for the hog report. So we'll, oh, I'm so yeah, glad everyone loves go. it. I yeah. I so enjoy yeah, do. doing the hog report. Yeah. Yep. Are we going to have a hog report <laughs> on the whistleblower summit? Yeah, I don't Maybe. Think so. <laughs> Maybe you don't know. You don't know. You never know what All I right. might say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, our guest this week is Suzanne Whelan.
And Suzanne had as an Aunt Susan who has been abducted, isolated. She's stashed in a home, a warehouse, a prison for old people against her will. She's hidden from her family. Her phone's been taken away. The keys to her car have been seized. And she basically is a prisoner. And, you know, I want to say here, I have realized that this system of elder abuse this and this putting people into nursing homes and all of this um, and isolating them from their family and the trauma-based bonding that goes on, all of this, we treat prisoners in actual prisons better than we treat these people captured and abducted under these guardianship scams. The prisoners in a prison can make phone calls. They can get mail. They can have visitors. But most of our people held in these guardianships have none of those things. And they can be hidden away and the family not told where they are at. And they've even now decided that they can move these people across state lines if it suits them. And you you know that the only reason for this is is to make sure there is so much distance from where they came from, from their family, that no one can come to see them, even if they find them, or it'll be extremely difficult. Um, I've noticed, because with all of this going on with Britney Spears, that suddenly Congress is taking notice. I think that's real big of them, because yeah, there have been how many families and everything screaming all these years, step mm-hmm. up here and do something, and the silence from them has been horrendous. But our guest, I say, is Suzanne Whelan. Suzanne, we- welcome to the show. How are you? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Are you, are you okay? Hi. Hi. Yes. I, I'll, I'll take Hi. you off speakerphone now. So I was coughing, and yes, I apologize. <laughs> Oh, that's all right. I'm so sorry. That's all right. I uh, uh, I enjoyed the hog report. Um, that. Oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> she still got messages rolling in, going, "Thank you for the hog report." And, uh, <laughs> and somebody just somebody just wrote oinkers up. And <laughs> I, just, I love oh, it. My goodness. It's great. Yeah, but uh, oh goodness sakes, but Suzanne. For yeah. most people, they they don't know the background, the history of this case. So to start mm-hmm. off, would you give us some background, how this started, you know, what happened, where you're at now? Absolutely. Um, so uh, in August of 2016, um, I had found out that my aunt was diagnosed, supposedly, with um, early-onset dementia. Uh, and the way that I found out was through her sister, Mary. Um, I don't consider her or um, my uncle, my family anymore. So I'm just going to refer to them as sister and brother of my aunt. Um, So my uncle had taken her to Alabama from Virginia, which she was living in Arlington, Virginia. uh, Oh, God, almost 40 years. Uh, She's originally from Massachusetts, um, you know, native of, and then she had moved there to work 33 plus years in the government. So, she was diagnosed, <clears throat> she <clears throat> forgot to, um, from what I was told, remember, I don't really know, this is what I was told, that she yes. forgot to pay her cell phone bill or phone bill. And they, meaning uh, her siblings, uh, called APS on her. Instead of asking family, instead of doing uh, the right thing, uh, which would be ask family to help, because at that time, I mean, if you've seen videos, because I have them posted, 
you can clearly see that she wasn't like so out of it that she needed complete control over her life. <clears throat> and she right. was able to make decisions for herself and she could do everything. She was still driving around, you know, it's all that good. So I found out, and like I said, she was already taken, meaning they, a whole week went by where they took her to the hospital. Then she wasn't able to leave the hospital without a family member, and they, my uncle was forced on her. Then they made her sign POA documents and health care directives. And then she was told that she would be going to Alabama for a little bit to decide where she wants to go. And she was supposed to be staying with my uncle while she was deciding. That's not what happened. As soon as they got there, he got there. He threw her into a nursing home. And the nursing yeah. home, I found out later, made her sleep on the floor for a whole week. I don't think that's why. <laughs> I don't know because I wasn't part and didn't understand or know what was really going on. And I was told that, you know, she was getting another phone and her, she was going to have a phone, but she didn't. I couldn't get in touch with her. And I didn't even know where she was. Did like, I, they didn't tell me. Since, yeah, go ahead. Since when, when somebody misses something like a cell phone payment, do yeah. we decide they're incompetent? I mean, this is oh, such a minor yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I exactly. just can't even imagine. You know, mm-hmm. who hasn't That's missed it. payment on a bill here or there? Uh-huh. That, oh, for God's and, sake. And not only that, yeah. not only that, so basically what I would do, what a normal family-loving whatever relative someone you love, friend, it could be anything, would do is try to help the person, right? Not control. Yes. <laughs> it yes. was about control for yes. them and, and taking over her life. And the reason is because she's got millions of dollars. So that's ah, what the problem was. She had a savings account. She had a savings account. And they wanted to get their hands on it. So basically, once they found this out, you know, that's, the, that's their way of doing it. Because now, whatever paperwork that she had was gone. It was gone. Yeah. He went in, took, took over her life. They, and that's what she was really, my aunt was upset about and saying to me, like, literally, like, her brother now thinks it's his money. It's his life. Yes. Because he also, yes. when, before I found out, he took her to all the banks and put his name on all the accounts, and he didn't have to because he's POA. No. You just signed POA. Yeah. So it was about control. And then, oh, you have to come here and you have to do, like, do what I say. Do what I say. Do what I say. And she was like, no, yeah. I didn't want to do that. And remember I told you she tried to escape the nursing home a few times. Yeah. And they then yes. ended up taking her keys away. So, but she didn't know where she was. She was in a strange place. And honestly, I don't know how they get away with allowing her to sleep on the floor for a week. I have no idea. I don't idea. either. But I was shocked. I was shocked when I found out. I'm like, she's a millionaire. And she's freaking sleeping on the yep. floor. What? Yeah. Who does? Like, again, okay, so yeah. now let's back up. What kind of loving family member does that? Yes, exactly. What kind of loving family you member know. allows their sister to sleep on a dirty floor? I don't even get it. For a week, a whole week. So I didn't, again, know about all that. So once I found out, and then I'm trying to, you know, find out where she is and find out what's really going on, you know, because I had no idea. Uh-huh. But then I trusted them. I believed them, like, everything's fine or, you know, blah, 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 and all that good stuff. But as we know that that wasn't true. Then when she finally <clears throat> was able to call me, she was frantic. Get me out of here. I yeah. hate it here. Yeah. The people are terrible. Joey's taking over my life. I want to fire him. I, want to... I mean, she was completely articulate, like, what her wishes were. Yes. Not like, not like <laughs> what they had her as. Because they decided that she all of a sudden went from 
acute dementia to advanced Alzheimer's in like a matter of months. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because do- yeah. it's in the court documents. The doctor put, oh, I love how he put presumed advanced Alzheimer's. So the doctor oh, makes presumptions presumed. now. The one in Alabama. Yeah, yes, presumed advanced Alzheimer's. Yeah, <laughs> so presumed yes. advanced And she did not. She still doesn't. She still doesn't. She knows yeah. who I am. She wouldn't, if she had advanced Alzheimer's after five years, most likely she would have already passed. But second, you, there you she go. probably wouldn't know who I was, you know, probably wouldn't know. So She wouldn't know who she that, was. No, exactly. You know? You're right. And she does. And I saw her this past February, and that was, we'll get into that after. But so when I, um, so when she was frantic with me, then I told her sister, and they were playing a game. I had no idea. Like, the two of them had this all figured out. Well, we're going to get guardianship now. We're fighting. So we're all fighting. We're going to get guardianship and take her to court. So, but they were told her that they were hiring an attorney to come over to the nursing home to sign papers to fire Joe. Now, this is before they got the emergency okay. guardianship. And he sent, the, he sent the lawyer away. He had no right to do that. No. So I said, I'll fly down there. And I'll take her to the attorney. I'll just get her out of there. What's the difference? See, that's where I was like, I don't get it. Let's forget about the paperwork. Just get her out of there. She wants to just leave, right? This is before the emergency guardianship. Oh, no, 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 you can't do that. Why? (laughs) Right? I don't understand. If my aunt is saying to me, Suzanne, get me the hell out of here. I'm unhappy. Why couldn't I just go get her? Why couldn't I just go get her? Yes. So when I did say, I'm just... It was back and forth. I'm going to get her. Guess what they told me? You'll be arrested now. We get emergency guardianship. You'll be arrested. See, you know, the thing Suzanne, what I don't understand is this process of probate, what they did to her. Mm. And I keep harping on this, hoping people will listen. They took away her legal capacity, which is her right to her name and existence, her own life. Mm -hmm. They took that away from her and gave it to whoever, the brother-in-law, whomever this is. They gave it to him. Oh, well, actually, they gave it to, yeah, Joseph Ed Parrish, Jr. He's he's her legal guardian in Montgomery, Alabama. So it's a stranger. It's a lawyer. It's a lawyer. and, And then to say that, you know, make all these charges, which she has no way of refuting, about dementia mm-hmm. or anything else, and obviously they don't want her speaking because it would be very apparent she's lucid and she hasn't got these problems. Well, she was. But, Unfortunately, now after five years, no, she she can't even really speak anymore. And she, they have her bedridden. She's, yeah, she's not. She's not the same person. Oh God! But back in 2016, when she was herself and she was able yes. to speak for herself. Nobody was listening to her. She was crying and, and, and begging and, and, please, get me out of here. I just want to go home she, because Alabama wasn't yeah. her home. And she felt like a fish out of water, and she had every right to feel that way. She, she was in a strange place, and no family besides her brother, who she wanted to get away from because she said he was being abusive to her verbally, taking her things. She did, I mean, these aren't lies. This is what really happened. Oh, taking her right. phone, disconnecting her landline. I mean, this stuff all happened. Oh, and yes. they were recording all her phone calls, recording all her phone calls, the ones that they did have when I guess he <coughs> had something put on her cell phone, you know, like uh, that recorder call, so they could have all their – and it's in the doc- – It's in. <laughs> I have all this in writing. This is, I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. So she was completely a prisoner. 
completely, and that's what she kept saying. I feel like yeah. I'm in prison. I don't, you know, and a lot of people have probably said the same thing. I really, I mean, I can't leave. She couldn't go anywhere, and she couldn't be left alone. They had sitters on her on all the time. It was just, it was, it was just crazy. So she thought that her sister was helping her so she could get out, get out of Alabama. Then her, her right. way of helping her was to get guardianship <laughs> with a stranger. No, yeah. she just needed to leave. She just yeah. needed to leave, but they didn't want but the money to been able. Yes. Yeah, see, that's yeah. exactly, that's just it. Mm-hmm. She, she left, yeah. they, their access to the money was gone. And didn't gone. you tell me that at one point they admitted in court documents that they did not have jurisdiction? Yes, they did. If I have it. It's on her page. I have all 55 pages of the court documents, and it says they did not have jurisdiction over which they didn't. How could they? She was only yeah. there, let's say, August 2016. They got emergency guardianship November 2016. The doctor wrote up the bogus letter in October of 2016, and he said that she had a workup for years. She was there for two months. <laughs> what is this workup for? Wow. I mean, it's, it's laughable because it's like they got away with this yeah. fraud. It's, how is that not fraud? Yeah. That's a complete lie. He was not, not her doctor. Jeez. It was no workup he did for years. And he said that the, the guardian, Joseph Ed Paris Jr., had to be her guardian because she couldn't handle her finances. Uh-huh. Well, she wasn't handling her finances. Her brother was still POA, right? So what uh-huh. was the emergency? The emergency was she was leaving. Yeah. And they heard it when they were recording yeah. her phone calls because he, had, he admitted it in open court because I said that I was going to come fly down from Connecticut where I live to Atlanta, drive over and get her, and then go back to Atlanta. And she loved that plan. So I get a ticket. And yes. you know, that, they heard this on the phone because they recorded her calls. Yes. That was the emergency. Wow. That's when they went and got emergency guardianship because she was leaving and they didn't want that. If she left, then him and his cronies wouldn't be making any money. The siblings wouldn't get there the money he inherited after or whatever. It's all sick. I know. Well, it's they like didn't ever gotten because... anything anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, 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 they think they, they have got anything. So. Yes. No, they'll drain that estate, that guardian will, uh, through the probate court. They'll drain that estate, and what they might end up with is attorney bills. Um, yeah. You know, this is – this. Uh, the sick part of this too, they'll drain a multi-million-dollar estate, claiming they, you know, mm-hmm. fees for this, that. You know, we sneeze today yeah. and we use Kleenex, so it's ten thousand dollars to you to the estate, and right. it gets all when it's all said and done, and they have to settle the estate. There's nothing left, but they will send family members these monstrous bills for lawyer fees. Nice. Uh, that well, it, this went beyond the. Uh, it's nothing. It, this is. This is a global mafia working here, a guardianship mafia, and they are operating this way, Suzanne, globally. In every country, we've communicated with so many people in other countries, and we're trying to form a a core group that we had a thing up for called CORE, uh, but the glory hogs ruined that, and uh, so we learned a lesson. (laughs) And but um, we um, they're they're doing this globally, and why our government has set their both state and federal and turned a blind eye and a deaf ear. And I don't know if you've talked to any federales or the state. 
Literally. Yeah, I you, but, you name it, I've talked to. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. And it it is a waste of breath. Um, I, mm. I kept. Uh, they finally stopped using the. Well, I never heard of such a thing. Well, it must be an isolated incident. Well, nobody yeah, told right. me this was a. You can't yeah. use that anymore. Yeah, right. um, yeah. No. You know, I saw a headline here the other day about how Democrats and Republicans uh, were concerned that conservatorship guardianship by any other name was toxic you think yeah uh, but now Extremely. because there's this big name in it yeah now you're going now you're concerned uh, these people make me sick but anyway go ahead yeah on. and 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 how can one's wishes not be met i mean her simple wish was to return home to her roots a lot of people want to do that uh when they yes. when they're going to think they're dying are they going to die so she wanted to go home to massachusetts to where her roots were, even New England, where I'm in Connecticut, which I'm only an hour away from Massachusetts, either one. She just wanted to come back because yeah. there's, there's family here, even though her brother says there isn't any family here. Well, there is, because there's extended family. There's nieces and nephews, it's, and mm-hmm. uh, our, our extended family, and then her cousins, you know, they're not gone, and they have extended family. And she just figured if people could come visit her every now and then, that would be lovely, yeah. right? And then she could have, like, real... Uh, you know, attachment to family. That's what she wanted, love. Yeah. But she was denied love. So, yes. And then she also figured that, you know, being home here and she would have access to go to, like, where her parents' grave is and visit. And the, the things yes. that she asked for were really simple. Like, <laughs> you know, that yes. was it. So she had me go around and I, you know, looked at places for her and videotaped them and sent her all this stuff and she was getting excited and and of course, it never yeah. of course it never happened because the you know the yeah. guardian pretended that he was going to relocate her. That please, yeah, <laughs> that was never going to yeah. happen. That was all a lie. No um, kidding. And you know, just crazy stuff. But when um, yeah, so after you know, like I said, they got the emergency guardianship, and I was told that I would now mm-hmm. be arrested back in 2016 if I you know took her. In other words, if I rescued her, we'll use that word. How's that? Yes. <laughs> if I rescued her yes. from Montgomery, Alabama, and from the nursing home, you know, being surrounded by strangers and being forced to be around strangers for the rest of your days. Oh, and let's not forget being forced to pay $10,000 a month to live somewhere you don't want to live. Let's not forget that because that's pretty huge. Um, so, and, you know, and that's for the rest of her days too. So yeah. in December, <laughs> in December of 2016, she wanted to, well, she actually wanted to come home for Thanksgiving, but no, no, that wasn't going to happen. So then she wanted to come home for Christmas. Uh-huh. No, they, that wasn't going to happen. They, she, they said she was too ill, that the doctor, and I oh. never saw any letter, that, that she was too ill to travel. <laughs> I'm like, what? Why is she too uh-huh. ill to travel? So she couldn't come home. Uh-huh. She was never allowed to leave ever again. So we agreed that we would go down there. Now, I said, it's a bad idea. If we go down there, meaning my husband and my, my family, we're going to go, it's a really bad idea uh-huh. because you know she wants to come home with us. Because she said on the phone, you're not leaving without me. They can burn the money. Yeah. I don't care. Take, you know, I just want to leave. So I knew it was a bad idea. It was a bad idea. But her sister said, yeah. oh, you've got to go. You've got to get evidence and all this other BS. So I agreed. Yeah. But my children said at the last minute, you know, we don't want to go. And I didn't blame them because they yeah. were younger. And it was too much drama, like family drama they didn't want to be involved in. And that's fine. So my aunt said she would pay for us to go because 
they waited so long that the airline tickets were over a thousand apiece. You kidding me? And oh, I wasn't going to pay that anyway because I didn't even want to go. I wanted to see my aunt. Yeah. But I knew it was a bad idea. But anyway, so she agreed to pay, and then that all being said, now they're saying, of course, that I stole money from her. Got, oh, you know, my uncle like oh. had sent it to like his lawyer, and they sent it to us. But because our children were going to come, but we ran airline tickets for them and then all this other BS. It was just stupid. And I had receipts for yeah. everything. And it was, it was a waste of money. It was like $5,000. It was a waste of money. I'll agree. But it was her money to waste. But I yes. am glad that I went because I did get the evidence. I took lots. We took lots of videos. And you'll see this on the, you might have already seen it, like her telling me in the nursing home because someone came in a room in the night and she was really upset. Oh. And she... Yeah, that's on there. Like, someone actually came, because her door, and I noticed that, too, when we were there, people would just come in. They would just come in. She had, like, no privacy. She's like, what? So in the middle of the night, someone had come into a room in December 2016, and it startled her, and then she couldn't get back to sleep. So she was telling me the story, but I stopped her. I'm like, wait, I want to get this on video, you know? <laughs> then they'll tell me. Yeah. But then at the end, I had asked her what she thought of where she was living and what she wanted to do. And she clearly said she hated it there and wanted to come home to Massachusetts. I mean, it was clear. It's not like it was yeah. not understood and yeah. she didn't know who she was or she was confused. Now, this is 30 days after they got the emergency guardianship because, oh, what do they use for an excuse for emergency? <laughs> what is the, the excuse? I'm sure you've heard it before. They're in danger. They're in da- I know they're in danger to themselves or others. Are you kidding me? You're kidding yeah. me, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, oh, oh, yeah. God, it's just crazy shit. But, but there was it's just stuff like the stuff that was happening. It felt like it was out of a movie because it was just, it was just yeah. bananas. I mean, like then her sitter stole her cell phone. I had to try to find it before we were leaving. And then she was begging and cry- I knew this was going to happen. I mean, I had to run out of there crying yeah. when we had to leave because she was hanging on to me so okay. tight and I didn't know what to do. I'm like, I can't take you. They're going to arrest me. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I mean, I felt like. And I still feel to this day that I let her down. You know, I let yeah. her down because I left her there. I left her there. I've been back a couple of times. But you have then. no it's choice. Really if easy. you had taken her. I did. I did. If you had right, taken her, um, they'd have had you for federal kidnapping charges. And furthermore, she yep. isn't her anymore. You know, yeah. uh, so you would have been right. stealing private property that belonged to the guardian. And that, Sick, that's the truth yeah, of the matter. Aunt. They are property. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they are. are property. You're right, and that's what they. And it's funny you say that because that's what I said after a while. I'm like, you know, they treat her like she's like a a living ATM machine. That's yes. it. That's what yes. she's like a human ATM machine to them. That mm-hmm. is exactly what she is. Because they'll sit here and say that even though it was the guardian's fault for waiting so long that, like, say those airline tickets were so expensive and all this other BS, right? And my husband had to miss work and. It was just a nightmare and didn't want to do it. And she, she could have had a nice vacation, say she came here for Christmas or whatever, right? But instead it yeah. was hell. Yeah. And then I had to run out of there and crying and, oh, my God, it was terrible. But anyway, after that trip, and I did get lots of, you know, like uh, like video. I, I promised her that I would do everything possible to try to figure out, you know, because she begged me never to forget her and, and help her get out of there. And then that's where I went to... <laughs> As you know, the senators writing letters to the governor, the DA, the attorney general, the FBI. I mean, you name it. I did it, right? Um, I've I've reached out to everybody in the the advocacy programs that they have in place in Alabama, and even they wouldn't wouldn't help me either or, or help her. 
Um, and God, I don't even know how many redders I've written at this point because it's been five years, you know, so there's a lot. So I kept, you know, doing that. They got their permanent guardianship in February of 2017. And then after I did a trip, which was, I'm going to tell you this, is this is a good one. You're going to get a real kick out of this when I get there. In 2017, she wanted me to come back in the summer. So I said I would. So I planned on going and spending a whole week with her, figuring that would be nice, you know, a nice gift to her, you know, because she has no family and uh, it got it all set up. She um, <coughs> came over to the hotel when I first got there and she was excited, you know, met me at the airport with her sitter and went back to her place and got over there. And as soon as I got to a hotel with my aunt, my uncle showed up, her brother, demanding that I hand her over to him. Now, I just got into Alabama from Connecticut. So, you know, I've been traveling for hours and hours in the plane and this stuff. And I'm like, what the, you know, what is this all about? And he said that um, I wasn't allowed to be alone with her or whatever. I don't even know what he's claiming. And I said, you're not having her. She's not like a piece. <laughs> I said, I came here to spend time with her and I'm not, you know, I'm not doing that. So I asked my aunt, I said, you want to go with him? And she said, no. So I said, okay. So I said, no. And I hung up the phone and I called the police because I wanted the police to take him out of there. And uh, that's what they did. But then, all of a sudden, on the door, knock, knock, the, when the police came, and they brought a sitter in and saying that now the sitter was going to come take her away. Oh. And what is, the, what is the word they use? Um, and you probably, oh, it's a civil matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A civil matter. Only it is a civil matter. I'm like, Suzanne? Yep. This and yep, it isn't a civil matter because they yep. removed all of this from under state courts. <laughs> These are not part of the state court system it's neither civil Mm -hmm. nor criminal that's why they created probate and that's why it is virtually impossible to get out of probate into a state or you know a a civil or criminal court even when you can show as you can uh, you know the misdoings of these people and their actions against this woman like isolation you know and refusing Mm -hmm. to let her have her time with her family all this and you cannot get out because probate is totally separate and it is not beholden to the law, okay? And she, you know, I keep trying to get this across to people. They stripped her of her legal capacity. So mm-hmm. you cannot go in there. And this, I've heard this argument made. Because she has lost legal capacity. <clears throat> we took it from her. Um, you, can't, you can't do anything. Because she mm-hmm. basically ceases to exist as a living, breathing human being under the law. That's and sad, isn't the it? law doesn't recognize her actually. anymore. It is. The whole system yeah. is set up by monsters. I, I mean, who sits around and dreams up this kind of crap? Yeah. What kind Thank of you. animal yeah, does is. this? Yeah. Oh, and, and, and then the family Boy. members that wanted it are getting off on it and loving it. And, and she's in hell. And our loved ones that are being hurt are in hell. They're in hell, and you, you know? Yes. And so the rest of the, the whole entire week that I was there, they had these sitters on me, because they're not aides, they're not nurses, they're, they're sitters. You know, they're literally like babysitters. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And some of them were nice to me, some of them were mean, but I didn't agree to that prior to me going, because I was told that I'd be spending alone time with her. I said, I'm not taking her out of here, because I already know you want to have yeah. me arrested so desperately. <laughs> Everybody yes. says so many yes. bad things about her. So I wasn't going to do that. So what was the deal you know 
I mean, uh, yeah. it was just crazy. So the whole rest of the trip, starting from then, I had these sitters on me. But I did make, they didn't want to give me a police report, but I made them give me a police report. I'm like, no. Good. I want it you. documented that he showed up here because he threatened me, and he showed up here and he, he demanded that I send my aunt, you know, take, he'd take my aunt away. And she told the cop, not me, that she was afraid of her brother. I said, I want oh, wow. this documented. <laughs> I don't yes. know. It wasn't letting them, yeah, I wasn't letting them get away with that. And then again, I was alone there. And then my husband was all nervous now because now here I am, you know, in the hotel room alone and for a week with my aunt. But every morning she'd yeah. call me first thing. The lady with advanced Alzheimer's would call me first thing in the morning, come get me out of mm-hmm. here. And, yeah, advanced Alzheimer's yeah. my butt. <laughs> and then I would go pick her yeah. up and we would try to have a nice day. You know, because we weren't even we weren't even allowed to leave Montgomery, Alabama. We couldn't go to like the beach. We couldn't go anywhere. So we had to yeah. try to figure out things to do. Well, one of the things she yeah. wanted to do was go get her hair done. So we said, "They're great. We'll go get her oh, hair done." Wow. She goes, "Yeah, I will pay. I will pay." But here's another thing they said I stole. I will pay to go to get our hair done. So we went and get our hair done. You know, just like cut uh-huh. and some, uh, you know, like streaks. You know, we just did like some highlights. Yeah. So. So now, the the guardian says that 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 I was I was a thief. I stole from my aunt because we went and got a head on. I'm like, yeah, I flew oh all the way from Connecticut to Alabama for I went yeah I flew all <laughs> the way for a free haircut. <laughs> yeah, like go. I can't afford to there go get go. my own haircut yeah. here, but I flew all the yeah. way to Alabama to get a haircut. That's what I did, and it was cra- it's just like that's yeah. just one of the crazy stupid things. But um, you know he's paying himself fifty five thousand dollars of her money that she doesn't know about. It costs them seventy her seventy thousand dollars, let's say, or sixty plus for the uh, you know the guardianship, the fraudulent you know mm-hmm. guardianship yep. that she didn't want. But I but I got a haircut. <laughs> and you got a haircut. <laughs> got a haircut. I see. Oh my God! Yes, yeah, this, this is just like so yeah. wackadoo. It's just I'm like well, yeah, you yeah, know Suzanne. Like, you know, some yeah. years ago, I interviewed a lady out in California, and about a month later, she said, you're not going to believe this. I'm going to send you something, and here was a copy of a bill from three different attorneys who listened to my radio show, and each of them and each of their staff that were supposedly present charged $200 an hour to listen to my radio show. The total bill was over $18,000. Wow. Holy and moly. they got away with it to listen to my radio show. Wow. Yeah. You see what she was Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. I've seen crazy. Bills That's crazy. Guardians where a five-minute phone call was $500, uh, mailing a letter, $250. Uh, well, it, I, wonder how, I wonder how much it costs. <laughs> I wonder how much it costs yeah. them to complain about me. <laughs> like all the stuff yeah, that they you have go. to complain about, all the all the time and yes. money that they probably charged her estate just to complain about me. But I got that haircut. <laughs> Don't forget, I got oh, the haircut. I see. <laughs> Are you freaking uh-huh. So we were just looking for things to do. So another thing we did was we went to the movies. She wanted to go to the movies, so we went to the movies. Oh. Now I the sitter stayed out in the car, right? So when we went in, yeah, when we were in the bathroom. We were getting ready. My aunt said, "You know what? No." I don't want her to sit in the car. I want to pay for her ticket because she said she didn't have enough money to pay the girl, the sitter. Uh-huh. I said, oh, that's really nice of you. I said, are you sure? She said, yeah. So we went back out, and she, my aunt said, please come in. I want to treat you to the movie. No, this is the lady with advanced Alzheimer's, everybody. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is the lady with advanced yeah. Alzheimer's. 
so nice that she did not want her to sit out in the car, and she paid for her ticket and bought her some refreshments, and we all sat and watched the movie together. So this yeah. is how what a wonderful human being she is, and even, you know, with all uh-huh. the stuff that's going on, uh, still went out of her way to, you know, do something nice to somebody yeah. there, even though they've all treated her like poop. <laughs> so, like, yeah. worse than poop. Uh, another thing I did, and I know I was explaining this to you, um, when, as a matter of fact, when we were at the salon, uh, one of the hairdressers, um, they were hearing our story because my aunt and I were talking about what was going on with her and why I was there and all this stuff because they, they recognized that I had an accent. I wasn't from Alabama, obviously. So we talked about that. Right. And they said um, they knew um, an, an attorney that could possibly help. And I said, that's great. Give me her number. So when we got back to the hotel room, we called her. Her name was Anna. And she uh-huh. was very interested in helping. She was very interested about the no jurisdiction. We're going to go back to that. She said, no, yes. no, no, no. They, that's huge. You have to have jurisdiction. Oh, my God, I'm going to go to the Supreme Court. I'm going to go above this. I'm going to help you. She'll get out of here. She'll be able to go home with you. Like, she was making all these promises, right? I'm like, oh, my God, this sounds yeah. exciting. Are you serious? She's going to be released yeah. because, they, you know, they, they should wipe that out because without the jurisdiction, that means those orders that he signed should be null and void. And I'm like, really? We're no good. They're Ooh, void. They're yeah. no good, right? I'm like, okay, this is great. Yeah. yeah. So she's helping. She's helping, right? And my aunt was all, I mean, my aunt was so excited, you know, like she was in, crying. Uh-huh. She was so happy. And another thing That's on that it. trip, yeah, she was crying. She cried. So I've never seen anybody cry so much. Oh, my God, the poor thing. Um, but we did have some laughs, and we tried to make the best of it. And she swam. I also put that on, um, on her page because she swam an hour every single morning except for one morning that it rained when, when she was with me, every single morning. Again, advanced. Oh, wow. Advanced <laughs> Alzheimer's lady. And she did like to yeah. exercise and stuff like that. So she did take good care of herself. But um, And so this lady that was helping her, and she had to go away while, while I was down there. She said she would take care of her when, you know, she got back. But, so I had had to leave because, you know, but she told me to take my aunt over to a walk-in clinic. And get a second uh-huh. doctor's opinion because they denied my aunt. Remember, she couldn't get a second doctor's opinion. Why would they want that? Because it would go against the advanced Alzheimer's doctor, right? <laughs> so yeah. uh, so yeah. uh, Dr. Epperson's report said that she had advanced Alzheimer's. So I said, all right, well, I have the sitter on me. How am I going to do this? Right? So, mm, yeah. all right, fine. I'll just go over. I was suffering with sinusitis because I have a lot of problems with that. I said, I'll go because I can get some medicine. So. I did that, but I also, my aunt paid $200 cash that she happened to have, that she got 300 from the, the guardian's office when we first got there. So she used that, and she didn't have an ID, but she did have one for the wellness center where she was, <laughs> so they did allow her to use that as an ID. So that worked, because they took her license a long time ago. So yeah. oh my God. guess what? I also put that on her page. So I had her evaluated we got there, he did, they did, you know, everything, and the doctor oh was super God. nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But wait, wow. this, this gets better. It gets better. Wait. It's just so, so good. <laughs> wait, so I'm in the, now he's talking to her, and he's asking her, he's like, when's the next holiday? And she says, oh, it's flag day. He said, oh, my God. Who knows it's going to be flag day, right? <laughs> he's like, goes wow. to the calendar. Yeah, oh, it's going to be flag day. Oh, my God. It was funny. It was just funny. You know, stuff like that. But, you know, she got everything right. She knew her who her parents were, who she was, and, you know, like her birthday. Like, she answered all the questions. 
that he asked. And yeah. he said, you know, I think that if she has, like, unspecified dementia, she's got, like, confusion. But he agreed, which I have always said, with proper treatment, she could get better, not worse. She could get better, yeah. but if not treated, could get worse. Most yeah. likely will. Yeah. But there are treatments, you know, maybe. It's all, there's still just a maybe. But definitely, he said, not advanced Alzheimer's. He said, don't go to Dr. Epperson. And I said, well, I have no control over it. She's under guardianship. So he said he would go. I said, I would like, you know, we want a report because I was going to give it to that lady, obviously, so she could take it to court whatever she needed, and there's her second doctor's opinion. My aunt was so excited. She's like, I don't have a chance all the time. I'm like, of course you don't. <laughs> no, wow. of course you don't. Yeah. So um, while we were in the examining room waiting for the doctor to come back, who do you think barges in? Oh. Uh, the guardian. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. How did she oh, find wow. out? <laughs> the guardian. Now, when I say barged in, he didn't even knock. He just came in. And I didn't know who he was because I had never met him. So my oh. aunt says, oh, it's you. She knew who he was. And I'm like, excuse me, who are you? Oh my God. <laughs> and yeah. he said he was Mr. Yeah. Ed Parrish. I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, is she sick? I said, does she look sick? <laughs> He's like, no. Wow. Like, She's not sick. So I said that I was suffering, which wasn't a lie, from, and I was getting some medicine. But, uh, you know, and then... He stormed out and said he was going to find out what was going on. Well, <laughs> obviously, he's interpreted this a lot different now since this actually happened. I wish I had that on video. Oh, I wish I could oh have grabbed my phone really fast and had so that on good. video. But, so when, he, now my aunt was getting a little nervous, but she's like, well, I'm like, just relax. Everything's fine. So when, I said, let's just go out there and find out what's going on. So we went out and the doctor said, no, I'm not giving it to you. No, and whatever he was telling him, he said, the patient is the one who's getting this. It's so it he wanted to try to inter- right. Oh. He wanted to try to intercept it prior to him giving it to her or me, and the doctor wouldn't do it because my aunt oh, paid. What my a aunt good and, Yeah. So wow. the doctor. So so now the guardian storms out again. He leaves, and my aunt was so excited. She's. It was a small victory for her, you know. Oh my! It was God. a small yes. victory. Yes. It was something for her. It made her feel doctor. good. Did they retaliate against the doctor for doing it? Uh, you know, I don't know. I have, again, I posted that on her page. It's, um, I don't remember the name, American Family, whatever the name is. But he was, he was so awesome. Yeah, he, he sounds he like, awesome. Oh. oh, he was great. I was, I was wow. afraid that he was going to, you know, give it to him. And, and the Guardian had like yeah. a huge, my aunt, I can't imagine her file was that big. He had like this huge, I don't even know, it's like bag with him full of, I guess, all her documents, probably trying to say, look, I own her, like you said, mm-hmm. like ownership. Yeah. Right? yeah. But, um, but my, nope, they gave it to my aunt. He explained, you know, everything, and uh, he was great. And uh, then we went off, and I sent it to Anna, and she was like, this is it. This is it. Then all is all I need. Oh, my God, this is so wonderful. Blah, blah, blah. All right, great. Now she's got a second doctor's appointment. She's not incompetent. She's not in advance all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, great, so let's yeah. get her the hell out of here, right? Let's come on. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. So, um, so she, you know, so I did. After you know the week, I had to leave, and she was was gone. And when she got back, you know, there was text messages back and forth. And then she said she was going to meet with the guardian, and I never heard from her again. Oh my never god! Never heard from her again. Never heard from her uh, again. Suzanne, so, I got people asking where this website is that you're talking about. This page you've set up oh, for her. Can you give the address um, on the that? Pages- yeah, it's um, Justice for Susan Turnover. It's on Facebook. 
I don't actually okay. have a website website, but it's a, it's on Facebook. Yeah, that's it. It's public. So and justice it's justice for Susan Turner. Yeah. Yeah. It's justice justice for Susan Turner. Okay. And that's Correct. on Facebook, everybody. So type it in your. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah it's on yeah. Facebook. Uh, yeah. So all you have to do is type that into your search. It'll take you right to the page. And um, yep. she's got a ton of information there. I mean, she's got little videos. Yep. <laughs> I mean, she's yep. court documents. There's a ton of yep. stuff there. Oh, also and you know that what gets of... me? Yep. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I said all 55 pages of the court documents are there. It's, it's via Dropbox because obviously it's 55 pages. So I think you have to have Dropbox yeah. in order to look at it. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it's it's all there. And the the court documents okay. are it's it's a it's a joke, it's a joke. Yeah. The no well, jurisdiction, we talk about no this all the time. Yeah. All no. the time, Suzanne. The the yeah. last place you're going to find any adherence to the law or even any actual admitted knowledge of it is in a courtroom. Uh, they, yeah. I never thought I'd see the day in this country where this would. But courts here are an absolute sham. Uh, somebody's yeah. going to get screwed. And it has nothing and, to do with what's legal or lawful or anything else. Yeah. Go ahead. And I could have easily just have stepped away a long time ago because this has caused a lot of, you know, heartache for me, number one. Um, yes. But, you know, it, it's a lot because it takes a lot out on you, right? Don't you feel like yeah. It, yeah. it exhausts yes. you? Right. But, but yeah, because I love and respect my aunt, I can't, can't just shut it off. I can't. Yeah. can't just walk away. There you go. It's important, but we're all next. Oh. Well, I don't yeah. want to be in her shoes, but I certainly don't want anyone else. I mean, it's terrible what's happening to these people. It's just it's terrible. It's but just that's, disgusting, that's but we, we don't think most, like them. Yeah. yeah. It's what's driving most people that are fighting this is the idea that we are next. If we don't yes. get this mm-hmm. band of predators stopped, yes. put in jail, and wiped out mm-hmm. as far as what their profession is, we're next. These people are human traffickers. They're nothing more, nothing less. And just yes. because sex isn't involved or a child right. isn't involved doesn't make it any less of human trafficking. This yes. is involuntary servitude and bondage. Right. It is a form Agreed. of enslavement. Um, and the enslavement can be this being sold off to the nursing home and this exorbitant right. fee she's having to pay for being there, right. and that's their kickback, and then everybody else has taken a piece of the pie, and she is the one mm-hmm. paying the price on everything, and right. most right. especially right. to her own person. Um, yeah. This, well, the, and and these, these are the things that she had said to me in the beginning, like this, what you just said. Now, remember, she was a lawyer for the government. She was an attorney for the government. Wow. Okay, for uh, 33, she worked for the U.S. Customs Border Protection Regulations and Ruling Penalty Branch. Mm-hmm. So she wrote rules, my aunt, <laughs> mm-hmm. for 33 yeah. plus years. So she was a highly intelligent woman, highly <laughs> intelligent, you know, valedictorian of her graduating class. So she knew, yeah. like, laws would be invoked. She kept saying to me, this is criminal. This is criminal. Yes. Like, these are, the, these are the things that she said. And she wasn't gone. She wasn't incompetent. Like, you need to do, like, she kept saying to me, go, you know, go to the media, tell everybody, you know, and then every time that, that, like, stuff like that would happen, her sister would say, oh, no, no, oh, no, no, like, because they were in on it. No, 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 no. 
And yeah. then, of course, they made up a whole bunch of stuff about me, which we'll get into. That wasn't true. Of course. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course. Just crazy, crazy. Besides the haircut thing, because that was the funniest. Yeah. <laughs> the haircut thing is the funniest. Yeah. Um, but, but, there's, uh, but there's other things. And, oh, and lo- lovely things that I did for her on that trip. Like, um, you know, we went and she needed, like, her bathing suit, which she did have, you know, some, you know, memory issues, but it was faded yes. and it was kind of like worn away. I'm like, oh, Aunt Susan, you can't wear that anymore. We need to go buy you a new bathing yeah. suit, you know. So, and she needed new makeup because her foundation was all cakey. So I helped her in a room and we just threw away some old stuff and she bought some new stuff. Well, mm-hmm. what's wrong with that? Well, I'm sure that that was right. a problem too, you know, because they they think that, you know, I went there to steal things. There's nothing to even steal. <laughs> you shouldn't have anything in a room. I mean, they're just crazy. But but we did have a good time. We just kind of ignored some of it. And we were hopeful, you know, when I had left from that trip. But as you know, that, that I never heard from that attorney, but that was just one. And others that I've had try to help me, all they do is give them money and they're just nothing. Just nothing, nothing. <laughs> Most of the attorneys that I call, they either... They know the guardians, or they hang up on me, oh, wow. or they laugh at me. They say that, that it is a conflict of interest, or I just, just stupid things. Like, I couldn't, I mean, all these years, this is five years now. I even had another attorney this year. Took money. Guess what? Nothing. Just nothing. Yep. Um, and just, see, this oh, is another thing, Suzanne. It's yes. just like, they, they'll, you know, it sounds like your aunt had everything in order, and right. they will sell these estate sales, you know, they'll say, come to our estate planning, avoid guardianship mm-hmm. and conservatorship. I think every law firm or attorney that is selling these plans need to be brought up on charges of fraud because either yes. they're not the expert they claim they are or they sold it to you knowing full well that in a probate court, the judge will set that plan aside and hand everything over to the guardian and their attorney. The papers, why people are paying, you've got no protection. You have, however, been databased. Now they know what you have, where it's at, what it's worth, who has access to it, Mm -hmm. and they just wait for you to come into the system. Or, you know, in that movie, I Care A Lot, where she just shows up at that woman's door and says, by the way, you're under guardianship. Uh, This does happen. This is not fiction. This does happen. But those estate plans and everything... Don't don't do that, mm-hmm. and make sure make sure that two to three people that you trust, if you have them, mm-hmm. have certified copies of all of your plans. All yes. of your, you know, that, your that would have you know, that, that would have helped. That would have helped. Yes, that would. Yes. that would have definitely helped her. Because that way, when they find the, the you know, originating documents and they throw them away and say, "Well, they, there weren't any. She didn't have any." Right. You know, like you've that's got what they one did. or two other people. Yep, no will. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. This and make sure they are said. certified copies. Yep. Guess yep. what you just said now? Oh. Well, I guess we're next in line to get the money then. Oh, well, there you go. Next to Ken. Yeah. <laughs> we're yes. going to get it. But, yep. so, but my aunt had told me uh, did, no way did she want to leave um, her brother any money. She said he has no children. Yeah. He has enough of his own money. He's not getting any yeah. of mine. Now, she told him this on the ride home, and he didn't like that. She just said she would give him a POA fee of $500 a month. Well, yeah. millions of dollars, I don't want just $500 a month. 
That's yeah. not good enough. You know, so, yeah. you know, then they put a plan into place. And, and I'm sure that they all thought about, yeah. you know, the money. They didn't call it her money anymore. It was the money. Yes. Um, you know, that's yeah. what, the, and the that's what her, that was, the, that, that's what happened. That's why, as you know, and I know why she was targeted for guardianship. Not, yes. this wasn't by accident. Yes. Not by accident. No, it was not. They had a plan. This, I think, was definitely planned in place prior to her even leaving Virginia. It had to have been. Right. It happened way yes. too fast. So yep. no due process. And that you no can bet there was a lot of under-the-table money going yep. to people to help facilitate this. Yep. Yeah, Holy and crap. then, like I, I said, they, like, say that just, that one, just that one attorney that was helping her pro bono, like a, she is a nice lady, why did she go away? After seeing the guy, did he yeah, pay her she off? She probably got threatened. Yeah. <laughs> no, she probably got threatened. But did she get slipped an envelope? I mean, I don't really know. I'll never yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, I'll never know what really happened because she just, she just went away and I couldn't get in touch with her. So, and I put all those text messages on the page because I want people to see this, this stuff has really happened. This isn't a movie. It's like a movie, yeah. but, you know, it's <laughs> real and it's, it's hell, you know, and it, it really happened. It was scary, too, yes. and it and the scariest part for her is, like, when she would call me, again, we're going to say the advanced Alzheimer's patient, call me when she finally had, you know, she had her cell phone. She was able to use it. She would call me FaceTime. I don't know how many advanced Alzheimer's patients can do that. But anyway, yeah, um, really. she'd call me FaceTime. And just, you know, like, I hate it here. These people are terrible. Yeah. They're all against me. And wow. she was right. It wasn't like, uh, yeah. like they wanted her to make her seem like she was crazy, right? Like, she's a crazy yes. woman. You know, what is she talking about? But yeah. I believed her because I was there. So I was there. So I knew yeah. she was telling me the yeah. truth because they were all against her. And the, well, these and things were really happening. You hear, you hear these stories about these nursing homes, and that isn't the exception. That's the rule. No. These people, when they get these elderly people in there, and then they hide behind, oh, they got Alzheimer's, oh, they got dementia, you know, they're delusional, right. and but they are right. grossly mistreated. I mean, it's just yeah. absolutely. They've gotten video now a lot of times of showing these people working in these homes beating the hell out of these people. Uh, I know Minnesota just here this last year, or maybe the first part of this year, passed a law that they have to put video cameras in every room. And they have to be open mm-hmm. 24 hours a day. And their fight against that was, well, that you know, patient privacy. No, patient yeah. privacy is amounted to you're hiding it and doing through it. <laughs> Some weird noise going on. that? <laughs> One has to go in, and they have to have access to it. So, I mean, that's a little step forward. At least it'll protect them somewhat, maybe. But the mm-hmm. the, the idea that these people work in these places and spend their torment this whole thing, I have sworn for years, and, and I'm seeing stuff from science about they think that there's two, maybe three different species of human on the earth. That it's not just one species, which would make sense to me because nobody else and no other species is just confined to one. And But that this would explain to me because, you know, and I've told causes, there's too many of these predators. Yeah. There's too many people globally 
who prey on other people, and it's a matter of their nature. Uh, it's like animals who, you know, a wolf who hunts rabbits. Um, but it's part of their nature. They aren't like the rest of us. I hate to say that that way. No, and, they're not. But that's mm. my opinion. But they are not like the rest of us who, in their right mind, that has any sense of their own self-worth, would do this to another human being. Right. You know, it yeah. just, it, how do you do this and then go home and sleep and go back tomorrow and do it again? <laughs> I, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't get it. How do they sleep at so night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Suzanne, like, said it best because I also, like, have had, I mean, I'm on the show just because I've gone through all this guardianship stuff, too, in my family and probably... Oh, it's been 13, I have 13 years under my belt of this now. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's like when I tell people this story, I tell them, okay, you can decide if I'm a compulsive liar, I'm living in a fantasy world, or I'm telling you the truth. And I have um, articles that I can send people to, especially over on the NASCA website. I'm like, and here's, here's where stuff's, you know, written about it. Because it is, it's so unreal, just like you said, like, it mm-hmm. sounds like it sounds like we're in a Netflix movie, yeah. you know. Yeah. And every yeah, single one my, of and, 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 crazy stories. Yeah. yeah, and my aunt said it too. Like in, in, when I had videotaped her on that trip in December, and she said that, like, this is like out of a movie. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like why is and, and and you know it's like why is this happening to me? She knows. She's like, it's. I know. It's all about the money. My money. I get it. Mm-hmm. But why? Why, you know, why? I just, yeah, agreed. You know, I just want my life back. Well, how many times have we heard that? Yeah. Leave me alone. Give me my life. I just want this and I want that. And she couldn't get any of that. And and because she was, what um, you had said before about people being taken far away from home, ditto, that's what they did, from Virginia to Alabama, right? So far away from home and isolated from family, except for the brother who was on the side of the guardian and wanted all this, you know, her kept captive and kept in hell. Uh, mm-hmm. She was all alone. She's all alone. And they're all against her. The nursing home was against her. Supposedly mm-hmm. they were recording all her calls, which I know is a federal crime. <laughs> that is a federal yes. crime of wiretapping, you know, recording her calls and giving them to the guardian and the brother. I mean, what is that? Probably because... I don't even know. Yeah. I'm going to guess that they made it legal because the guardian got to make that decision that she would agree to all that. Oh yeah, my it was work. Before. And have all it board. was before the guardian. Oh, before. before. Oh my before. god. Oh, wow. This is when she first got there because they were afraid. Why were they afraid? She was a flight risk. Remember, I told you she tried to escape a few times. Wow. Yeah. And then when she, she finally got oh, me, when she finally got me, she was frantic. Like, wait, and I was like, wait a minute. Nobody told me this. Like, I thought everything was okay. And then my aunt yeah. says, no, no, everything is not okay. I'm, I want out of yeah. here. I want my oh, brother my fired. I don't, you know, she just wanted the, she thought she was doing like the legal thing. Okay. I made him POA and it was a yes. mistake. I have her on video saying yeah. it was a mistake. Oh, I want to fire my, my brother. And she had every right. Now, this is before the emergency guardianship or anything at probate, before that. That's why they went to probate so quickly, because she was firing him and leaving. And he didn't want that. Wow. So this, and that's when they were reporting. So she was frantic and calling me, and I said, I'll come pick you up. This is when I said to her, I will fly and come, you know, and take you home. She said, great, let's go, you know. (laughs) I'll pay for it. Yeah. Let's go. Get the hell, you know, get me the hell out of here. And... 
it, I was I was out the door. I had a foot out the door, and you know things things just uh, just oh, got horrible God. for her after that. So they got the uh, emergency you know, guardianship when there was no emergency. It, so yeah. And do you feel that if in your case that the judge was in on the on the scam? Obviously, a judge is gonna like yeah. basically yeah. So many times yeah. the judge seems to like fly under the radar, but I think they're totally the yeah. orchestrator. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, everything that happens read, is facilitated by that judge. Mm-hmm. And none of this yeah. happens yep. unless the judge orders it. That's yeah. the facilitator. No, That's make sure. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, I didn't believe it in the beginning, and I was thinking, wait a minute, wait a minute. This don't, something doesn't add up. Now I'm not an attorney, and I don't mm-hmm. understand it. But after all her court was done, I I I, um, I ordered the court documents from the probate because I wanted to read them. So I spent there was a dollar a page, whatever. They mailed it out to me. 55 bucks, sure, here you go, take it. So I ordered mm-hmm. them so I could read them. And then when I was reading them, I'm like, wait a minute, what is this? No jurisdiction. What is this? What is this? Wait yeah. a minute, how can he say he was supposed to be conservator, but I'm going to get to this part, and this is going to sound really interesting to you, but he doesn't want to be a conservator because the guardian told me that he'd have to put up a bond. He had called me. Wait yes. a minute, he told me he had to put up a $2 million bond, and he didn't want to do that. Now, in the POA documents that my aunt signed, it said that, her brother could reassign whoever he wanted. So how, wow. my aunt being so highly intelligent, why would she sign that paper? <laughs> she didn't know what she yeah. was signing. Oh, my God. He reassigned him as POA, so then he fell out of being conservator and became oh. POA instead. But it says right in the court documents he does not have jurisdiction. But, but let's ask the judge if he can step over that. And assign jurisdiction. So, of course, he did. The judge signed it. He absolutely mm-hmm. signed it. That's right. <laughs> and here you go. Here's your emergency Boy, guardianship for nothing. Back. Here's your fake, wow. fake doctor's yeah. letter for over, you know, evaluating yeah. my aunt, saying that she had been there for years yeah. and had advanced Alzheimer's. So, and uh, that. Yeah. Well, if it's, any, uh, if it's any consolation, if it's any consolation, your, uh, her brother is the next in line. Because yeah, once yeah. he, you know, yeah. inherits, they're mm-hmm. going to come after him. And, right. um, it, you know, this is, just moves on and that. on. That's, that's in a little bit of nice comma payback right there. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Although I do want this Read to end you for sow. everybody. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. I do want hey, it to end for everybody, yep. but that would be nice. Yeah. It almost would be a good show topic, Marty, like the vengeance, like, you know, yeah. the, the guardian turned on the family member and hear the story. Yeah. You know what I want to know? I want to see as these guardians and attorneys and stuff age, they're going to they're going to turn on each other. Wouldn't you think? Right. There's, what is yeah. that saying? There's no um, there's no honor among thieves. Right. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah well, I, I'm waiting for that. They're going to gobble each other up. You know, and you, you've got to think about that. These people that do this, do they think that they're not going to be subject to the same thing? They've, you know, it profited immensely from preying mm-hmm. on other people. Yeah. And so at some point in time, they are going to become a target of mm-hmm. another new generation of predators. These people, oh, yeah. I cannot oh, stress it enough, are predators. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, predators, yeah. Not and their own family, yes, I would think, like their younger kids and stuff. I mean, that's their their spawn. Are they learn by yeah. watching, and they're going to be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's my turn. And they're, I mean, 
I can only imagine. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm going to process you through probate now. Here we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Next, you get processed to through, um, yeah. through. Now, so my yeah. aunt, being a highly intelligent attorney in her career, um, you know, she also begged for her own attorney. And I also have that on the short video because when I was there in December, she kept saying, I want my own attorney, I want my own attorney. I need representation. And she, she thought that her sister was getting her representation, but that did not happen. Uh-huh. So that did not happen. She right. did not have her own attorney. Now, if she did and she was able to get one, I think and I believe that she would have been able to get that emergency guardianship taken away and she would have been able to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she wanted. It, it's a possibility yeah. that that could have happened. It's a so, possibility because it yeah. it did happen in the Bishlinsky case. She was uh-huh. allowed. If you're familiar with her, she's the heiress, the, the one, yes. the lady that just passed away. Yes. So she did. They yes. did get rid of her. We, we did a show on her. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. they got rid of her emergency guardianship because she had representation. And I'm like, oh my god, and that's yes. what my aunt wanted. And they didn't. They denied her that. Why do you think they denied her that? Because they knew yeah. everything they were doing was fraud. Yeah. That's why. Right. <laughs> they knew it was a fraud. And yep. they, just, they wanted to get away with, you know, having his ward, you know, his captive ward. Because if he's paying himself, I've, I've, I haven't seen all the, the financials, but some of them I've seen. The first payment was $55,000 for the year. That's a lot more wow. hard work than people make in a year. That's one yeah. Yeah. ward, one ward. That's yep. just her. And that's only, that's just well, the you know, I don't know how many other things that he so pays himself you look at for, that, other uh, people. Brittany Spears case, that Sam Ingham on there was uh, somewhere around 125000 a year to not represent her. <laughs> I mean, he did <laughs> yeah, nothing for go. her. And, uh, yeah, but, and, you know, he's been and, involved and in other that. cases, too. Yeah. I question that. And, what uh, are you doing for that 50? What are you doing? For, what are they doing for that? Nothing. They're protecting you. Yeah. They're taking care yeah. of you because they care a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're protecting, protecting you oh, from yeah. your yeah. Yeah. family. Yeah, but then yes. they'll say that you're a thief. Yes. They'll say that you're a thief, though. They'll say that you're a thief and mm-hmm. you're stealing. Uh, and the things that I uh, have been a, the haircut thing, that's, that, is, that is a good one. I'm sorry. That's a great one. That's my favorite because yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? With, yeah. <laughs> you know, with all the money that you guys have spent, without her knowledge, and just take, take, take. You're worried about the haircut? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the haircut, yeah. right? <laughs> but she's the only thing they can get you on you. That's the thing. Um, anything. You know, oh, and yeah, so they'll blow they made, up this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. her sister made stuff up that I that I took a rug out of her room. A rug. I have this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post that one next. Please. A rug. A uh, rug. <laughs> I'm, sure oh, I, I'm telling you I couldn't make this stuff up. It's just so stupid because they had to have something that they could say something bad about you. So they yeah. used a whole bunch of stuff, anything that they could. Because you know why? I was telling the truth, and I was speaking up for my aunt. Yes. Because my aunt asked me to. Yes. I don't care what anybody else said. Yes. My aunt asked me to. Do not forget about me. No matter yeah. what, I want you to help me. Every day I want you to write letters. I want you to do this. And another thing we did on that trip that I was there, we also went to the governor's mansion, the office, the state office. She wanted yeah. to go uh-huh. see the governor. Now, what kind of advanced organization does that? She demanded <laughs> to go see her. I'm like, that's a great idea. It was her idea. I said, let's go. Yeah. Go to the governor's office. So, you know, I wrote a letter. Yeah. 
typed it up, and we went over, and she happened to not be there. My aunt even got dressed nice. There's a picture of her on there. She actually has, she wanted to wear a dress, and she was ready to um, articulate to the governor about the probate court stealing her life away. But we didn't get Gee, to see her, but I did get to leave a letter. Yeah, so she did, want, you know, she yeah. was fighting. In the beginning, she really was. Yes. But it was very hard yeah. because she was all alone and <clears throat> and isolated and she said felt like she was in prison. And she yeah. was trying to, oh, you know, get anyone to help her and yeah. anyone to listen. And so wasn't I as her voice. And here I am still because now she yeah. can't, you know. This is, she can't how old is she now? So. Um, so she was 64 when she went in. So 69, she'll be 70 this year. Oh, my gosh. So that's young. Yes. Yeah. That's yep. young, yeah. But wow. again, oh God, who knows been... what would have happened if she had maybe proper care. Right, and they yes. probably mm-hmm. have her under some drugs to, like, drug yeah. her into it's submission. Possible. Oh, yeah. What they like yeah. to do. Oh, you know, they if do. You ever can yeah. get the, if you can ever get medical records, they're so, oh, my gosh. The guardians in our case were so, and the judges and the attorneys, we were able to nab medical records before they change things up and it is unbelievable what you will find in those medical records it is like it's legal gold and they were pissed and we have 3,000 pages of them yeah well the the thing is uh, when they deny you access and they claim HIPAA HIPAA Uh please understand is not to protect patient privacy that's not Mm -hmm. what it's about although that's how they sell it HIPAA mm-hmm. is to protect the doctors <laughs> and associated people from being exposed for what they've done, like over-medication, lack of treatment, you know, uh, all of these things, writing bogus reports on people they've never seen. Yeah, bogus but report, the other yeah. side of it is, once under guardianship, you don't exist anymore anyway. So the person who's being protected, who's using your name, presenting themselves as you, is the guardian. And that's who's mm-hmm. being protected, they call on, on HIPAA, because, like I say, you don't exist under the law any longer. You don't exist as a living, breathing human being. You're referred to as a unit or merchandise. And um, we found this many, many times. And, uh, but you, we're commodities. You know, I keep stressing yeah. this. We have been commodified. On the one end, they're stealing our kids and parceling mm-hmm. them out to foster care and a forced adoption and uh, CPS, the biggest child trafficking ring on the planet, acknowledged. And APS was set up to um, emulate CPS because CPS from the get-go turned out to be a big money maker. And mm-hmm. But it's all premised on depriving people of their rights, their access to the law, uh, and their own identities. And, uh, you know, you, you and that's why they, you can't sue because, like I say, you don't exist anymore. Even if you can get out of there and try to sue them, you can't because you don't exist. Terrible. You don't have a legal identity anymore. And mm-hmm. so they got you no matter which way you go. So my daily prayers and my prayer before I go to sleep at night is, please, God, everybody who's been praying on other people like this, make sure the same thing happens to them, will you? And, um, <laughs> Good. I like that. You know, it just, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though, like yeah. I said, I wanted sure. to end. Wanted to end, but that would yeah. be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, is, karma that, is that is bad? No, it's no. not bad. It's revenge. It's no. sweet. It's good. Yes. 
So yes, yeah. And so, uh, so, but I go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say so. So after that trip is when all my pressure um, finally got uh, someone from the DA's office to call me and do an intake uh-huh. of my aunt's situation. Um, okay. And her name was Natalie Dixon, yeah, at the Montgomery DA's office. And um, so she said that she would investigate and I wanted me to send all my evidence, which was like all the text messages from my aunt and uncle, uh, you know, her siblings and all yes. the information that I had. And, of course, she, she got the court documents herself because she just walked across the street <laughs> right yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and, and so after um, she did tell me that, you know, I wasn't allowed to um, – you know, tell any, uh, you know, like the press or anything, like do shows or nothing like that um, about my aunt's situation. Yeah. I said, that's fine. Please just investigate and, you know, keep me in the loop. So after a year and a half, they said that they had enough evidence to indict. Oh, my God. That was like a great day, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. you know, I called my yes. aunt and I told her, oh, my God, this is exciting news. And yeah. so far, and I don't know what the evidence was. I did tell, she did tell me that when I came down for the, to go to the grand jury, um, hearing that I would be able to see the um, evidence. So, um, I don't know, maybe that was in October 2007, no, 18, excuse me. And then months went by and nothing. And I keep emailing her and trying to talk to her and I can't even get in touch with her. Like something's wrong, right? Something's Mm -hmm. going on. Yeah. Then I get this weird letter from like the Secret Service, who I, a gentleman I had spoke to. Yeah, really strange. And he said that they already went before the grand jury and it was, it was over Nothing came of it. I'm like, what are you talking about? They didn't notify me, and I was supposed to testify for my Mm -hmm. aunt on her behalf. So so finally, (laughs) this other lady called me and said her name was Loria James, and she was, I don't know, whatever her title was, Chief DA, whatever over there, and that they were going to have, and I told her, I sent them the letter, said that they told me that this was already done and over with, and she said, oh, no, it's going to be for May. I said, well, why hasn't Natalie contacted me? They had no, you know, no, no, everything's fine. So you don't have to come, they said. I said, to hell, <laughs> you want to come? Because, oh hello, God, yes. you know, I mean, who's going to, well, just send your statement in and we'll read it. And I'm like, no, I think, you know, I don't want to come, but I'm going to come. I'm going to come because yeah. it's important. So my husband and I, this is my own money spent uh, to fly down there and for the day because, you know, we come back the same day. And went over there, went to see my aunt first and told her, you know, what was going on and um, told her I'd be back after because, of course, you know, I'm all the way there to see my aunt Mm -hmm. and uh, went over and um, it was a joke. It was a joke because when I went in, they wouldn't even let me read. Now, she told me to keep my statement under 10 minutes because I only had 10 minutes. Now, Mm -hmm. oh, God, you know, I only have 10 minutes. So I kept it under three minutes. I was actually writing it on the plane, rewriting it. I went to the library, printed it off. It was three minutes, but I didn't even get to read it. She asked me these questions in front of everybody, the grand jury. It was really weird. Like, I was sitting on a table, like, and everybody was looking at me. <laughs> it was really weird. Wow. Like, how many people are in the grand jury? It was, like, really weird. And um, so she says, you were concerned about, like, these are some of the things that she said, like, of course, this isn't word for word, but, you know, things that I remember. Like, yeah. you were concerned about... Um, you know, her not being a resident when, you know, they did the, the you know, the documents, the court documents. I said, yes. well, she wasn't a resident. She said, after six, 30 days, excuse me, she's a resident. I said, no. No, that means anyone can be. 
No, she isn't. Thank you. I said, yeah. that means anyone can go on vacation and be medically mm-hmm. kidnapped from another state. Because you right. can go on vacation for more right. than 30 days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was a lie. So that was weird. So, But remember, now, she's supposed to be on my aunt's side. Yeah. Asking questions so they would indict, right? Not, not trying to get, you know, it was just weird. Like, it was the opposite. She was trying to tell the yeah. grand jury that nothing's wrong here. So then it was wow. the doctor. The doctor, like, you were, you were concerned about how many times she saw the doctor. I said, no. I was concerned about his over-evaluation and lies about her. So it was, that was another weird thing. Then the, then the judge, she said, you also put that you were concerned about money that was being made out to the judge. I said, yes. There was checks that I saw on the financials that, that were made out to Judge Stephen Reed. Really? Yes. I said, I don't think that's allowed. She said, well, it goes into a special account. I said, what special account? Mm, wow. <laughs> Nobody showed me any yeah. evidence. Right? What special yeah. account are we talking about? So it was really weird. The whole thing was weird. In his name. In his name. And now other people that I talked to said. For his vacation. <laughs> I don't care how much money yeah. it was. or There's probably other dealings. Who knows? We don't know. I'll never know. But it was just, the whole thing was weird. And then I said, I'd like to read my statement. She said, you don't have enough time now. We're just going to take it, and I'll give it to them. And that See, was that's over. what I told you. In those situations, when they start interrupting you to make sure you don't say what you yeah. came to say, just remind them, say, uh, go ahead with your questions, but I'll be marking the time so I can reclaim the time I was supposed to have to speak yeah, if without I know, interference. Like, like if I, yeah, if yeah. I could go back, of course I would. But now I was just, I was kind of shocked. You know what I was like? Well, I was kind of yeah. like, what just happened? Yeah. It was kind of like being hit by a car and being like shocked. and stuff. Like what just happened? Yeah. Did, yeah, I mean, what? what I, I kind of was like, what was that? So, so how many people yeah. are in a grand jury? Like, what? I mean, this is crazy. Um, I don't know how many people were there. Maybe I want to say like fifteen to eighteen. I don't even know. It oh was definitely more than. It was really weird. Like I said, they were kind of like it was like a big circle of them, and I was sitting at a table on the other side, um, and that was okay. Yeah. I kind of calmed myself down and. And tried to talk articulate, like not, you know, to be clear. But yeah. it didn't matter. I was still shocked, and I was like, what is happening here? I just, I didn't understand it. Um, and then I said something like, why am I here? Like, why am yeah. I here? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. If you don't really want to hear about my aunt, that's what I said, then why am I here? It's kind of like they already knew what was going to happen. There's nothing happened. So yeah. After someone, weeks, she, she, someone was covering someone's butt. They, well, I'm going to get to that. Yeah. That's what I'm going to tell you. So after two weeks, I get a phone call. Oh, great. This, is this going to be good news? I knew, you know, it could be good news. It could be an indictment. Everything. Oh. Nope, nope. The grand jury didn't indict. They didn't find anything wrong. And you know what? Neither do we. We think everything's fine. Oh, my I'm God. I'm like, what? Oh. What happened to all this evidence? Yeah. No, no, no. Um, yeah. You know, when when you have all time, is you have to do what they tell you. That's it. That's everything's fine. If you want to go oh. find her competent now, you'll have to take her back to court and go to the probate. Bye. Oh my that's, God. That's the end of that. Again, I'm shocked. So. Yes. So what the hell is going on? So now, I'm taking matters into my own hands. So now I'm going online and I'm looking up all these laws. And I wrote a 44-page statement. I don't know why. I just couldn't stop. You know, I started doing it, 
and like all the laws and everything that happened. I, and I sent it certified to the district attorney and the attorney general. Of course, I never got an answer on it. Right. Um, really? But what I, a surprise. I'm shocked. So I found out, yeah. you're going to love this, that Judge Stephen Reed, who is now their mayor, was running for mayor. Oh. He was running for mayor at the time that I went there. I did not know that. Uh-huh. But now he is their mayor. Oh, if and only you could have known his opponent and you could hand this oh, over. No, no, wait, I'll tell you. I got to that. Wait, I'll get to that. Oh, my second. God. And Gloria so James, the lady who was doing the questioning, uh-huh. is now a judge. She was oh, running a judge. Oh, mm, Of a she circuit, got it. Circuit, yeah. circuit family court. Or, I don't even know. I don't even care. I posted that a long time ago. So I did what you just said. Once I found out he was running for mayor, because that was in my 44-page statement, I did call the opponent, oh, and they gave God. me some good <laughs> – I told them everything. But, you know, of course, <sighs> what did it matter because he still be – but I got in touch with another gentleman who was running who was um, – <laughs> now I forget his name because it escapes me, but he was a senator, and I got his number, and he talked to me. He actually talked to me, and he was running for mayor, and he wanted Judge Stephen Reed to recruit himself because he was a mm-hmm. probate judge, and he, I guess they're responsible for all the, um, what do you call it, elections. Mm. Yes. So he said it's, like, really weird, like, doesn't make any sense that he'd be running. He should, you know. But anyway, he is now mayor. And okay. the Guardian donated generously to his campaign. Yeah. Gee, yeah. Oh, my Imagine that. And yeah. Oh, my aunt and all the wards yeah. did. <laughs> I did find yeah, that out. Yeah, there you go. From, uh, from, from one of the, um, uh, the ladies that I spoke to um, that, you know, does, like, yeah. investigating reporting. So. Yeah. But once they all found okay, out all that was going on. We, yeah. yeah. We've only got about three minutes left here. I was oh, okay. only able to get 90 tonight. Well, I'm glad I and, was able uh, to at least I, say that part. I wanted to get that part in. Yeah. It, yeah. Important. I I just want to say, Suzanne, you are so fascinating to listen to. You, it's it's when you're telling your story. I, it's like I mean, I'm on the edge of my seat. I mean, just like sneaking over the doctor. You have done such a great job telling your story, and I wish more people, including myself, could tell the story as amazing as you have. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Wow. Really nice. And hopefully it's not over, yeah, right? Hopefully there'll exactly. be some justice, no, there's anything. Well, exactly. Well, we won't be hopefully. following up with you, too, so, okay. um, you know, thank to see you. where you're at and what's going on, if that's okay. And uh, oh, I want to thank you yeah. for coming on. Yeah, we, and I uh, want to thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And if yeah, my aunt would just, thank you, uh, believe me, she would. It, she would thank you. Yeah, yes, I know. I'll thank my aunt would. Yeah. Well, well, I know. We'll be if, all anything, if, her, if, if anything, her story coming out, it, it's important, like you said, to people all know what's going on to these people, mm-hmm. what's happening. So. All right. Yeah. Listen, Suzanne, if anything yes. comes up, you know, in the foreseeable future, if anything comes up and you need airtime, you get a hold mm-hmm. of us. We'll arrange something for you, okay? Yes, and I know how all to right. talk with you, so we're good. Thank yes. you, ladies. Yes. Thank you. Yes, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. And have a on. wonderful evening. I want to. You too. You too. All right. I'm uh, going to hang up. Thanks so much, ladies. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks. 
These shows are brought to you in coordination with Marcel Reed and the Whistleblower Summit. Our panel this year will be on the 29th at noon, and we got a good time slot there. That is just absolutely excellent. And um, so we'll be putting up, updating everybody on that, and it will be, like I say, live on Zoom. So for those of you who want access to that um, while it's happening, uh, let us know so we can send you a number, you know, code to get in. And um, I, as I understand it, it, there may be a limit on the number of people that can get in, but right now we don't know. So as soon as I have that information, I'll let you know. Uh, Kazi, again, congratulations on your award. Thank you. <laughs> and one day I hope one of those big, giant cinnamon rolls you make. And um, mm-hmm. And I want mine with... With lots of nuts on it, I love the nuts on those things. And oh, but anyway, everybody, <laughs> um, uh, thanks for tuning in, uh, Suzanne. Thank you for coming on with us. This was quite a story. And you know what makes this good is she has documented so much. Mm-hmm. Documented so much, and um, that always is so beneficial. This isn't just charges she's levying out there with no basis and she just thought so or imagined it she has documented everything and um, these are the cases we need not that it's doing us much good now in these faked up courts but um, at some point in time I I have a feeling it will matter and um, everybody uh, thanks again for tuning in thanks for being here and we will be back next Friday night and we got a lot of things cooking for this next week, so kind of keep tabs and uh, you know on what we post on Facebook and stuff because I got some things coming up. I want to mention that Wednesday night this coming week uh, we are going to start a series with Marsha Southwick of NASCA, but it's on the people selling body parts. That means wow. all body parts, big business. Anyway, oh uh, hopefully tune in for that. Because thanks for being here as always. Thank and you we will see y'all yo, anytime, anytime. Uh, everybody, we'll see you next week or talk to you anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>